Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I'm your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that is our Helium 10 Weekly Buzz. We give you news updates on what's going on in e-commerce, have interviews with people from the industry you need to hear from, and then also give you tips and serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. Uh, we've got a lot of news mainly today about the Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Cyber Five, whatever you want to call this weekend of sales. There's a lot of data that's been coming out on various platforms, you know, be it Amazon, Shopify, uh, Walmart. So we've aggregated some of those news articles and we're going to be talking a lot about that. Uh, we've got a training tip of the week that has to do with day parting on your PPC. We've also got an interview about selling on Walmart and a couple of other announcements. So make sure to stay to the end. All right, let's go ahead and hop right into our news. All right, our first news article right here is from Digital Commerce 360. And it's entitled Thanksgiving and Black Friday e-commerce sales rise modestly amid inflation. There is a lot of takeaways uh, from this article, and there's going to be some other articles about similar items as well. And it says here, you know, in the title here, it says online sales figures are higher, but so are inflation and discounting, resulting in a mixed picture for the e-commerce industry this holiday season. So some of this article's key takeaways, they said, was that uh, bottom line, according to Adobe Analytics, online sales climbed 2.9% to $5.29 billion on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, Salesforce also came in with some information saying that uh, U.S. e-commerce sales on Thanksgiving increased $7.5 billion versus a year ago, or a 9% uh, jump. And e-commerce sales on the Saturday and Sunday after Black Friday were higher than on Black Friday according to Adobe. Now, these numbers were actually slightly higher than the original projections because, you know, I think there was a lot of people uh, talking doom and gloom uh, about what was going to happen, you know, during this Black Friday due to the economy and things like that. So, you know, it's slightly higher, but I'm just curious, what about you guys? What was your sales like on Black Friday, Cyber Monday compared to last year or compared to what you projected? Uh, let me know in the comments below. One more interesting call out from this article was there's a lot of discounts happening. You know, a lot of people have been overstocked. And so they were, you know, throwing some heavy discounts And some of the highest categories or the disc, the categories with the highest discount rates, home appliances, general apparel, makeup and luxury handbags. I don't think many of us are in the luxury handbag category, but or, or home appliance category, but. Uh, if anybody's in the apparel or makeup category, did you notice a lot of discounts in your niche? Were you one of them? Uh, next article was actually from the Insider Intelligence. And again, talking about some numbers coming out of Black Friday, uh, MasterCard Spending Plus said that U.S. retail sales on Black Friday ro rose 12% year over year. Now, that's excluding the automotive category. And then with in-store sales in also increasing 12%, and retail e-commerce sales growing 14% year over year. So again, you see a lot of growth numbers here. Now, are these adjusted, you know, my question's like, are these adjusted for the inf inflation that we've been seeing? Uh, but regardless, it's it's on the up, which I don't think that many people were, were kind of saying was gonna happen, you know, right before. Their takeaways also were steep discounts. Again, that was the name of the game. It seemed like everybody was doing steep discounts. And then another interesting thing is uh, alternative payment methods 
jumped 78%, like buy now, pay later. All right, you know, that's something that maybe we as Amazon sellers don't have much visibility on what, you know, consumers are doing, but very interesting that that might be on the up and kind of reflective of the economy that we're in. It also said that more people than ever are shopping on the Cyber 5, 166 million people, which was 8 million more people than last year uh, shopping during this weekend. So interesting uh, numbers from this article. In Yahoo, Yahoo Business also had an article on this very topic, and it was entitled Cyber Monday Eclipses Black Friday Again as E-Commerce Surges. So this is something that I saw in the Project X account where actually, yeah, Cyber Monday was bigger than Black Friday for that account. Um, but wasn't so on, on Project 5K. Uh, again, question out there, well, what, which one was bigger for you, Black Friday or Cyber Monday? And this article says that, hey, you know what, Black Friday has been surpassed now by Cyber Monday. All right, it said uh, overall Black Friday sales topped $9 billion last year versus $11 billion on Cyber Monday, and it shows no signs of slowing down. So Cyber Monday seems to be taking over as the main uh, event, I guess you could say, for the Cyber 5 weekend. Uh, another interesting thing here in this article was a consulting firm did a survey, and it said about 74% plan on spending at least as much as last year about $1,500 per consumer. But shoppers expected that same budget to cover only about nine gifts this year, down from 16. All right, so so that's very important. Let me, let me repeat that again. It, it, it's saying, this, this survey says that most people are still planning to spend the same amount of money on shopping. They just don't expect that money to get as far as it did last year. So if that you know holds true, that would be very interesting. Uh, continuing in our articles about Black Friday, uh, CNBC came out with an article that says Walmart overtakes Amazon in shoppers search for Black Friday bargains. Now, that's interesting if that is true. Now, there is this this data company that is touting this. Now, you know, we don't show that necessarily uh, at Helium 10 when we're looking at the uh, search volume on different keywords, but it, it I guess they're trying to track something where specifically people are looking for Black Friday deals. And it said Walmart took the top spot and Amazon fell to fourth place on there. So that's interesting. People looking for at Walmart.com for Black Friday deals. This article said that searches for Black Friday discounts on Walmart search 386% year over year, which is what uh, had it leapfrog. Amazon. So another, some other interesting stats there. Now looking off of Amazon uh, for other, you know, in addition to Walmart. So looking off of Amazon and Walmart, you know, how many of you did something special for Black Friday on Shopify? Well, there's some data that came out there. It says uh, Shopify put out a press release saying Shopify merchants set a new Black Friday Cyber Monday record with 7.5 billion dollars in sale and that sales worldwide and that's a nearly 20 percent increase in sales from 6.3 billion uh during black shopify's black friday and cyber monday weekend last year so you know i personally do not sell on um on shopify so i have nothing to kind of like compare it to um what about you Th those of you who are selling on shopify did you also have an, an increase in sales on dot com I think across the board here, one thing you you notice is that there were no articles so far that said, "Hey, you know, 
Black Friday, Cyber Monday is you know extremely down. So hopefully this is a good sign for the rest of the holiday shopping period. The article we have today is about Amazon ads. It says reporting outage leads to Black Friday mess for brands. You know, some brands it says here uh, lost a lot of money uh, based on some incorrect data that they were seeing in their ads console inside of Seller Central. So I wasn't checking, you know, exactly, you know, during the day, uh, during Cyber Weekend. Did any of you have uh, irregular data? I did see in the elite group, some people were saying that they actually saw their their spend decreasing over time. And so uh, it was obviously erroneous data, but hopefully it didn't affect you guys too much. Last uh, little news announcement of the day is, uh, don't forget to sign up for a webinar with Neil Patel, one of the most respected people in the industry, marketing industry, who's going to be doing a webinar with me. I'm very privileged to, that he's invited me to do a webinar. Make sure you guys sign up. It's for December 6th and you can sign up at the link h10.me forward slash NP digital. All right, well, that's gonna be it for the news today. Uh, our next segment here, I want to go ahead and give you guys an interview that Carrie did with somebody in the industry who's really uh, bullish on selling on Walmart. Carrie, take it away. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited for our interview today. I'm here with McCall Chapnick. She's from e-commerce creative team, and she is actually a Walmart seller. And so she has a lot of really great um, information about selling on Walmart, but she has a really cool story too. So I'm really excited to talk with her today. So welcome, McCall. Hey, Carrie. So nice to be here with you. Yeah. So um, I wanted to start out and just kind of give everyone a background on how you got started selling on Walmart and just kind of the success that you've seen so far. Yeah. So like everyone, I think we started with Amazon. So I started 11 years ago and around six years ago, I got an email from Walmart saying we invite you to come and sell on Walmart. And I don't know why. It was so exciting. I didn't know nothing really about Walmart.com, but I just got so excited. I was like, yeah, because, you know, it's, I knew I need to have, a, you know, another marketplace to sell on because I was already on Shopify, eBay, Canada, but I, I just love to add more marketplaces. So I was very excited. And, and I think now I know why I was so excited <laughs> because it did turn out to be the best thing that I think happened to me. Um, so yeah, you know, so I was selling in the first few years, I was, didn't took it too seriously. And then in 2019, uh, I said, okay, let's focus a little bit more on Walmart. Uh, I added more inventory, mostly new inventory to Walmart and my sales started growing so fast. And by the end of the year, I was selling more on Walmart than Amazon, than Amazon. And then in 2020 COVID came and everything you know got so much better with walmart and so many more you know even though there was more sellers especially the one i was helping it was so nice to see all the success story and everybody's making money and you know especially when you hear all the stories with people you know their account gets suspended and then they have another opportunity for another marketplace so uh, walmart right now is the second marketplace i think we all know that and sellers are doing amazing the sellers are focusing they're doing amazing i just saw a message in one of my group just like five minutes before we started that someone was saying he want to kick himself because he didn't do that last year because his sales right now are more than amazon and 
and and just all this conversation how everybody's like yeah you know like three months ago i didn't know nothing now i have 400 orders already so <laughs> i see the success the success is there i see beautiful numbers especially with the brands that we work in with the agency they go so fast from five figures to six figures and it's it's happening it's amazing yeah, that's pretty cool because I feel like you've seen quite a bit over the years. So I'm curious to see, you know, how you've seen Walmart growing because you manage a lot of accounts, you have your own accounts. Like, how has it grown in just the past year? What do you think the opportunity is for everyone? I think the past year was was the best year of growth because their technology got so much better. The mm -hmm. advertising platform become amazing. It's actually working, and the results <laughs> are so good. So the brands are very happy with that. And all the technology, it's easier to upload listing. It's a WFS. It's so simple to do shipments with WFS. Um, so I think there is no better time. Like I tell people, they're just coming into Walmart right now. This is like, if you if you came to three years ago, it was very challenging. Now it's like the technology is good. They're investing a lot. Um, there's like, you know, every month there's something new. Um, so it's exciting. Yeah, I think that that's a really good point that the, the platform's a lot better and the profitability on Walmart. I think some people might even say sell the same on Amazon, but they're seeing more profitability. Have you seen that quite a bit? Everyone. I don't have one seller that doesn't show me that the profit is better on Walmart because there is no, you know, all kind of fees. I, yep. You know, Amazon, I call it surprising fees. There is no surprising fees. It's there straight to the point. WFS is very affordable. So the profit is really good. Even mm -hmm. with the ads, if you do your ads correctly, your conversion rate is higher. So it's even better. On yeah, I, I had that experience. Like my, I was losing money on Amazon with one particular product because the cost per click was so high but it wasn't as high on Walmart. So I'm doing great on Walmart. So it's true. It's just so, so much opportunity on Walmart. So um, thank you so much for joining today and just telling everyone a little bit about Walmart. Um, if anyone wants to find you, how can they find you and connect with you? Yes, um, we have, yes. So we have a free Facebook group that I'm there all the time. It's called Selling on Walmart Marketplace. Uh, we even have Carrie sometimes coming in. <laughs> we do live, so we answer all your questions. So come and join the conversation there. It's amazing group. And you can also find me on ecomcreativeteam.com or support at ecomcreativeteam.com. And yeah, hope to hear from you. All right. It sounds great. So thank you so much for joining us. And we'll probably see you in the Helium 10 Walmart group too. And uh, I'll see you in your group. So thanks again. All right. Thank you for that interview, Carrie. What about you guys? How many of you are selling on Walmart? That's something that I'm doing on all my accounts and you know, in a lot of cases, you can make more profit on Walmart, as you heard from that interview. Uh, let's go ahead and get into our training tip of the week. And this time it's about a newer feature that's in our PPC tool, Adtomic. Have you ever wondered things like, when is my ACoS the highest during the day or even the lowest? Does shopper behavior change over the weekend for my product? Historically, these questions have been really difficult to answer because the Amazon Ads console only deals in 24 hour buckets. With the release of their new hourly analytics API, however, third-party partners such as Atomic are able to show hourly data. Now, currently this is only available for our elite users and depending on when you're watching this, also a subset of our diamond users as we slowly roll out this new feature to all of our users.
Here in the dashboard, you can see we have a brand new section called campaign performance. Now, this is where you'll see the new hourly data that I'm mentioning. It's defaulted by hour of day, because of course this is the best way to see the data. But if you're used to seeing things by day, you can go ahead and do that here. Now again, since we wanna make best use of this new data, sorting by hour of day is the best, but you can also look at hour of weekday, or maybe you wanna see day of week. Again, this is an account level overview, and it's defaulted to the past 60 days, and we're not looking at a particular campaign at the moment, we're just looking at the entire account. So if we look at this by hour of day, you can really see some trends here with the spend and the ACoS. As you hover over this, you can actually see the detail on each one of those. Now, what I like to look at is basically your sales and your ACoS as well to see if there's any patterns that are showing up and that might need to be addressed. See here, we've got uh, an ACoS of 64%, which it looks to be the highest in this particular period, while sales are uh, about $1,000. So we've got an ACoS spike here as well at 11 o'clock during the day. But historically, over the past 60 days worth of data, you can see that this is where it kind of goes on the higher end if you're looking at maybe reducing an ACoS. Now, the reason that we're looking at a two-month period is by design. It's uh, preset to 60 days because we do actually want you to look at your data in a longer term. Now, if we just look at the latest 60 days, the trends will adjust a little bit. We still do see a spike right here, but we also see a spike at 11 a.m. as well. Now, you could make decisions based on a shorter data set, but as with all things strategic for your PPC, we highly recommend that the more data that you look at, the better it's going to be for the results. Now, what are the results of this? Not only do we have a read only, or sorry, not only do we have the ability to show you the data on an hourly basis, but now you can actually do something in what's called schedules over here. Now, before I pop over there, I do want to recommend that you do drill down into campaign levels with this type of data, because you might see different trends when you're looking at a campaign level versus looking at an entire account. If we look down here below in the dashboard, we call out two different things that might also be of interest, your highest ACoS campaigns and highest spent targets. We can see right here that the highest ACoS campaign past two months is this sponsor brand uh, video campaign. Now, this uh, feature currently is only available for sponsor product campaigns, so we couldn't really do anything with our new schedules feature here, but we could do something here with this campaign as it is a sponsor product campaign. This is also only available in the US right now, or North America, I should say, before Amazon rolls that out into the rest of the country. So let's just keep this one in mind as we go over to our schedules section. So this is a new uh, menu option that's available in the left-hand menu, and you can see kind of a similar result to what we were just looking at on the, the dashboard, but this is where you're gonna actually be able to create what is called a day parting rule or day parting schedule. Okay, to create this schedule, we're gonna go ahead and search for that one campaign that I mentioned, which was SKAC, uh, SKA, sorry, SC, single cure at campaign, exercise bike. See if it pulls up. Um, and it was the workout bike. There we go. So for the past 60 days, this was the campaign that had the highest ACoS at that 64%. So you can see right here that spend is going up accordingly with the high ACoS. 
But for this one campaign, it looks like midnight to 2 p.m. or 1 p.m. being the spike is when the highest ACOS is happening for this particular campaign. So again, if you wanted to look at this by different levels, you could go ahead and change those here on either side, and it will show you the information depending on what kind of strategy or metrics you're looking to implement. All right, thank you very much for that, Vince. Uh, that's something that I still have not looked into yet for Project 5K and Project X accounts in Atomic, even though I'm using Atomic for there. I'm definitely gonna be looking into what was going on during the Cyber 5 weekend as far as times of day that perhaps had the uh, you know coolest numbers out there. So I'm just gonna, I'm definitely gonna take some of that advice and, and uh, open that up in my Atomic this week. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us this week. I wanna leave you with just one more link. That's h10.me forward slash academy. That's Helium 10's academy, all right? This is uh, not our, to be confused with Freedom Ticket where it teaches you how to sell on Amazon, but this is a great website that is completely free and really puts, lays out how to learn Helium 10. I know a lot of you can get kind of um, a little bit overwhelmed with how many tools we have and, you know, which how to learn it, uh, you know, which ones to start with. This lays it out in a great course. So, guys, sign up for free. Go to uh, h10.me forward slash academy. Have your team who works on Helium 10 go through it and then really level up your knowledge on our platform. That's it for this week, guys. We'll see you next week to see what's buzzing.